At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. Your local, the everything you need to be unstoppable store. The UPS store. Be unstoppable. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Homegrown Radio Chuck does with DJ Head. Um, West Coast. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say you, you missed that. You nah, I didn't miss it. I was waiting for Kevin Quinn. Oh, uh, yeah, he, he got you last time. Shouts out to him, man. Uh, incredible podcast. feel like it's going up in terms of us tapping into a lot of influencers, um, in addition to, to artists as well. So, shouts out to him, man. He did an incredible job just explaining um, his situation with CBS. Um, a lot of people, I mean, we, we they didn't know. You know what I'm saying? We broke the news. And he, I, 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 we, I appreciate, we appreciate him giving us uh, the, the platform to do that, man. So, hey, man, listen, down. man. And like I said on Instagram, we got to protect our allies. Kevin Cuenca is an ally sure. of the culture. He's an ally for people of color. And we got to appreciate those people who are willing to uh, walk the front line. Do you think he's getting backlash as of right now because of that? Backlash because of what? Because of him speaking out, like really putting it out there. Because before he had been floating around for... I'm assuming some some weeks or some months he hadn't really announced the news, and now I was seeing under the comments like, "Damn, I didn't know, I didn't know." Um, so do you think he's gonna get backlash not only from the people but from CBS? No, I don't think they. I don't think one. I don't think it's too. I don't think it's big enough. Like if it went, if it's viral. I mean, we're we recording this right after we release it, right, so I don't know. We'll what, see. You don't. You don't know what what could happen. Yeah. My intent though behind like releasing it the way i did is i want it to feel like that i want people to be like to take accountability for that i want people to be like i want people to have to have to have an opinion about it right that's my whole thing like it's forcing conversations i I think that's that's really important too um definitely want to get into uh some some different topics that i I feel like you know i want to hear your opinion and it's something that i've been kind of struggling back and forth with but first and foremost again rest in peace nipsey hustle services we're recording this on a wednesday services going it's the down day before the services tomorrow um assuming and you know hopefully the city come well, we know the city going to come out but hopefully we do it in a respectful manner yeah um I, I was getting a lot of calls a lot of texts just from people upset that those tickets sold out so fast and when we say sell out they were free um at the staples center obviously but yeah. You know that the, the scammers and whoever just just scooped up those tickets and, and are selling them as high as well. I heard five hundred to a thousand bucks. Yeah, I saw I saw some shit for five hundred, and I was just like, bro, like motherfuckers ain't got no respect. But That's I don't ex- I don't expect anything different. What's fucked ex- up is I don't I didn't expect people not to do that. No, I don't I don't. Ex- I mean, I expected it, but it's just still it's still alarming when you when you see that. It's like this isn't a concert. Yeah. This is this is a man's celebration of his life. It's a funeral. You know what I mean? And for people to have that much, you know, and, and here's the thing. I expect that. And what I what I really hope doesn't happen is that, you know, as we're approaching the Staples Center or when people are going out there, that there aren't people trying to scan. Like, obviously, oh, it's for sure going to be people out there. That, and that's going to be disgusting. And that's going to look bad because at this point, you're going to have people that feel the way we feel and probably even worse that's going, you know, it, it, it might get ugly. And I just hope that, you know, people don't take 
matters into their own hand when it comes to that because this is a very emotional time. I feel like you know people like that are pieces of trash and that let, are selling them. And yeah, that okay. are that are selling the tickets, selling free tickets um, to the homies uh, memorial service. But I, I figure you know, you just take the trash out and let the universe sort it out. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's unfortunate, man. And I really feel bad for. People that are, you know, people want to be a part of the, the the moment. So those people that are actually buying tickets, you know, I heard Big say this morning, like, I can't fault them for that. But you just still can't help but feel bad. Like, damn, like, you, you want to be a part of this moment. I'm not going to say that bad, but Jesus, man, 500 bucks. For, $500. And, and here's the crazy part about I don't know how they distrib- distributed the tickets. But I saw people going as far as saying, yo, this is a front row seats type thing. I'm like, how how is that? Like I don't that's bullshit. So that and that's my point is like if you're if you're doing it to the point of you you wanna just be because I know and we all know that there are people that want that wanna be there for the photo op. Yeah. That are they're scooping these tickets up and they wanna be there for the front row. They wanna get their picture next to the memorial, whatever the case may be. And that's where I'm just like, ah, that's where it gets kind of tricky. Yeah. Um, so, but we'll, we'll uh, obviously we'll talk about it a little later on this week um, about our, our experience there. Um, going in the, the the name of Nip, and this is something that that news broke while we were on air, and we we didn't talk about it because it was still developing. Yeah, we were live on the radio. We saw Kodak Black make his remarks uh, towards L- Lauren London. Yeah, um, and and. Obviously, that f- fell over to Nip as well. Yeah. And his comments, and I, I want to make sure we're clear of what we're saying. Because I had a different idea of what he said. Me too. And then found out exactly what he said. And just kind of want to break it down how how you thought of it. What I thought I heard was, oh, she's going to be a hoe again in the next few months or a year. Oh, shit. I thought I heard that. Yeah, no, no, no. So I was no, like, no, yo. No. Homie out of pocket. Yeah. Now, granted, that what he did say, he alluded to the fact that basically Lauren London is going to find somebody else. You know, she's going to be over this situation in a year. And if he needed to be that shoulder she can cry on, he would be there, offer his services, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a couple of different things we got to peel back. First, again, my assumption is that he did his own Instagram live. I don't know if anybody recorded him. He was on Instagram live. Somebody else recorded it. Into the way the way it appeared, gotcha. But he 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 had got his on his own Instagram. Like he didn't know he knew he was being recorded. He I mean, knew when, he when, was when you at this point you're a celebrity. You know that people are gonna take your live yeah, and distribute it. So okay. he knew That's he fair. was on on Instagram live for the world to see and hear his comments. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like somebody just directly shot um, the conversation without him knowing. Mm-hmm. So you got to take account accountability for that. Okay. Second of all. The emotional, the the the, the time it, it was, for me, I felt like it was disrespectful, um, and just tasteless. Yeah. And you should know at this point, for somebody that in the past I've seen even tweets that Nipsey was supporting his music, told people yeah. to go grab his project. So I would assume that they had some kind of relationship for him to at least want to support him or whatever. So if this is your not gonna go as far as say homeboy, but somebody that supported you. Why would you even speak on that in a public fashion if you know that your words can probably get taken the wrong way? Mm-hmm. Now, I want to hear your opinion about it because while it was going on, you were like, yo, I, low key, and I, I'll let you speak for yourself. What, what did you say when you heard it? 
Well, I didn't know the full context of what Kodak said. So when you heard it, what, what did you think was going on? When I thought, when I heard what he said, I just thought he was being an immature asshole. I don't think, I don't think he was going out of his way to be disrespectful. Like for me, it's, but, but but real quick before that, but do you think that when I, the way I broke it down, did you? What was your assumption? So my my assumption was different when I, I heard, heard what he it. said. But what? Did, so what did you hear? That that she gonna uh that basically I'm. Basically, she'll be she it's gonna she gonna be uh dealing with this for the next few years, and I'm here if she need me type shit. He gotcha. made a bad joke. Got gotcha. you. Okay. He made a bad joke at a bad time. I don't think that I think everybody jumped out the window and blew the shit out of proportion. I think Justin Credible jumped out the window and blew the shit out of proportion. I think fucking I think uh, Game jumped out the window and blew the shit out of proportion. I think uh because the thing is like if we're gonna talk about like disrespect. Like let's 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 really talk about disrespect, mm -hmm. right? Um, I'm not gonna say anything. Uh, I'm not gonna say that these people are disrespectful in nature, but Game did just drop a song mm -hmm. talking about all these different people's w w women, right? Well, the one who said uh, the the Kim Kardashian line to Kanye. That was, it was that, that wasn't just that wasn't just well, that's the stand up that's the standalone one that I remember. Okay, well there was. A lot of different other women. Okay, in that song. In that song, okay. mentioned in that song, in which it was basically, it's not a respectful manner. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if we're gonna, I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not saying that game has ill intentions. I'm just saying that if we're gonna talk about, it, let's really talk about it. Mm -hmm. So, I'm not saying like people are hypocrites. I'm a hypocrite. You a hypocrite. Human beings are naturally hypocritical. So I don't necessarily fault people for being hypocrites. I do fault people for being hypocrites to the extreme so um it's like it's like what kodak said in my opinion it was the homie he was our homeboy mm -hmm. what kodak said to me wasn't in blatant disrespect to nipsey it was literally bad taste bad time and 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 inadvertently disrespectful to nipsey based on the circumstances because mm -hmm. if nip was here and kodak said something along the lot along those lines then I don't think that many people would have been outraged at it. Well, no, I think it's clearly because Nipsey died. Exactly. So with that being said, it's all an intent for me. Like I always say on this podcast, it's not about what I say, it's why I say it. Mm -hmm. If your intention is pure, you could you could say anything. Like you could say whatever you want to say if your intention is pure. Roddy Rich was just here. He just told, you know, Big Boy that I told him that his music was trash. Mm -hmm. I did tell him his music was was weak. And I told him, I said, I told, this is what I told Roddy in the studio. It was private. I told him, I said, you are A-plus student when it comes to this music shit. So if you get B-minuses, I'm all over your ass. Mm -hmm. I'm on you because you are capable of getting a straight A. You're a straight A student. I said, if you are a D-minus student, I'm not going to be on you for getting Fs because I don't expect much out of you. Gotcha. That's the same way I look at these type situations. We know that Kodak is who he is. When people tell you who they are, believe them. So there's been countless other reasons why we should cancel Kodak outside of this. Mm -hmm. It's just that people are personally invested and connected to this. And that's why I didn't want to speak on it at first, because I felt like everybody was speaking from an emotional place, which you have the right to. The homie died tragically, like in a very brutal way. But. At the same time, it's still intent. Your intention, his intention, I don't believe he was going out of his way to disrespect the homie Nip. What he said was bad taste. And what he said was disrespectful inadvertently. But I don't think his intent was to be disrespectful, if that makes sense. I get it. Um, still, personally, I have, a, I have a hard time dealing with it because I, I went back and forth. 
at first I was like, yo, this is crazy. Like, what, what's this dude's problem? Because I heard something completely different. After I heard it again, I still felt like it was bad, yeah, disrespectful, and having an emotional connection to it. I'm like, dude, you know, like, I don't care what your intent is. And this, this is where we kind of differ. I don't care what your intent is because yeah. you know how it can be blown out of proportion. For yeah. example, I spoke on this on my Instagram live, and I was kind of speaking to the fact of like, yo, like, let's hear him out. Like if he if he's willing to apologize or let's just say this I was like this is bigger than Kodak, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I always put myself in a situation like let's say I re- I fucked up, I did some shit that just I fucked up, right? And I try to explain myself, and people just want to cancel me without really me justifying why I did certain things or why I said something or why I acted a certain way. I would feel a way if people didn't really understand my true intentions, right? Yeah. Um, and it's kind of getting removed from that, but I was trying to speak on the situation, and I can already tell it was a little, it was a riff. Like, people weren't hearing me out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, no, I, I get what you're saying. I'm not saying he wasn't being disrespectful. I'm not saying it's not the case, but let's, you know, people pulling pulling songs from the radio, that's whatever, right? That's cool. That's, if that, that's what you feel like you need to do, cool. But what happens if he comes with the next hit? Mm-hmm. Are we canceling forever? Like, is there a time limit to it? Or let's just say, let's let's take it out of context. Let's say it was Drake who said this shit. Are we doing the same thing? Are we canceling Drake the same way? Or is it just applied to, to Kodak because of his stature? Because he's not somebody of significance, so to speak. Exactly. So that's where I was torn at. And when I was when I proposed that question to people, I'm like, just let's not think of just Kodak. Let's just let's put it in the in context of somebody else. Mm-hmm. No, 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 fuck that. On the I'm like, all right, you know what? Y'all not hearing me. And I don't want it to come across as I I'm siding with Kodak, because I'm definitely not. But we have to look at this from a bigger fucking picture. Exactly. Um in order to, to 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 get over the next situation or the next time, you know what I mean. We and we we've mentioned it on this podcast plenty of times as far as the can, the cancel culture. Like, I just are yeah. we are we just are we just jumping out the window and canceling people without really addressing the issues? Right. Mm-hmm. What I didn't like that Kodak did, you can tell he was frustrated because we can just we could throw it out there and say let's say it was a joke. Right. And it was a, a poor taste. And that's what it really was. And people didn't understand what he was trying to say. He came back and apologized. But his apology sounded fucked up. And I'm like, dude, just stop. Mm-hmm. Leave that shit alone, because now you're digging yourself into a deeper thing. And, and that was my thing. You you may or may not have known. May, I, I feel like you knew that you were being recorded. Yeah. Now you're coming back to apologize for the situation and double back on your apology saying, oh, no, nah, I don't I don't think I'm wrong, but I'm apologizing. Well, don't say don't fucking apologize in the first place. Yeah. Leave it alone. Um, but again, my, my issue was the bigger thing. Like. What are we really addressing? You know what I'm saying? Like and it came down to it with certain things like so from the from the radio standpoint or free people that want to cancel his music. Yeah. So we're we're, we're not supporting ZZ, but can Wake Up in the Sky play? Or any other song that he's featured on, and that's the that and that's the whole thing. It's any all other? nuance, but that's all. But that's what I'm telling you. It go back to what I was what I was telling you about people not being honest with themselves. Yeah, like like the like the child labor shit. Like it's just all hypocrisy. Everybody be, and it's nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm. but own it. 
You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. It's like if I have a drinking problem, isn't it, okay? Own it right. first. If I if I have like I know girls have spending habits. Yeah. If you do come, if you do retail therapy because you have insecurities or make you feel better about yourself, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Own it though. Yeah. Then when you own it, then you can then dissect what was truly going on. But I don't like that. All right. Well, he's canceled. We're gonna keep. We gonna keep. We gonna cancel him. We are gonna keep him. Mm-hmm. We gonna cancel. We gonna cancel Nikki. We gonna keep Cardi. Gotcha. Nikki never came out talking about how she drugged men before. Mm. It's all selective based on who's popular at the time, and that's how we got a fucking moron in the office. So let me let me bring this only because I know you, and I think this will kind of help provide context. Again, people don't understand your rational thought a lot of the times. They never understand you're, my you're, rational you're, thought. You're emotionless, right? I'm not emotionless. You don't have you lack emotion. I don't deal with my emotions the same way other people do. Okay. So we've we've had conversations about I'm trying to think how how can we bring it up? So <laughs> with okay, without re- providing too many details, in in your situation, you've seen me do this before, like if I know I'm gonna be in a in a in a compromising situation, get the fuck away completely, mm-hmm. right? We've had conversations where you're like, man, look, I'm blowing the whole bridge up. Like I don't even want to deal with none mm-hmm. of this shit. So, in the context of being from LA, somebody disrespects, or even if their intent may may not have been to disrespect LA, mm-hmm. the LA was it took it a certain way, right? Mm-hmm. Or somebody, somebody that we value, you know, hold up high. That's the homie. Isn't that the same thing? Like, yo, you know what? We'll fig- we'll figure this shit out. We do. We gonna we gonna pull records. We we not know. We ain't we canceling Kodak because he he fucked with somebody from L.A. We'll sort out the details later. Because <laughs> that's the only thing that makes sense in my head. Because I can understand the thought process of somebody that's like, nah, fuck that. He crossed the line. Whether he meant to or not, I'm done with it. I get it. I'm okay with that thought. And and if so but that said, thought needs to be applied across the board for everybody. Not not necessarily. So so of anybody and the way the way I feel, got yes. Got you, got you. So everybody. Anybody that is from LA, or in that in that same regards, if it's somebody anybody that's that's from LA, it needs to be the same shit across we the board. We need to have the same energy. Mm. No across the board. Across the board. It's no because what happens is okay, for instance, I'm gonna give you a perfect example. I got in. I got into some some in some trouble because I made I made a joke about somebody from the LGBT community. Right? Mm-hmm. That's a community. It's not a race. It's not a. It's not a, a country. It's not a. It's not an ethnic group. It's a community. Mm-hmm. Right? Is is the black is 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 our black people a community? Yeah. Okay. So if I can make black jokes, why can't I make gay jokes? Well, I would say. Because you're outside of that community. Just just thinking of it that way, okay. you're, you're not... So gay people can make gay jokes? Yes, under that same ration. Okay, I'm with that. Mm-hmm. So that needs to be applied across the board. Okay. You get what I'm saying? So what I, my, point, my point being is people pick and choose, and that's not okay. Because what's the difference in me saying it's not okay for you to make jokes about this person, and it's not okay for you to vote for this person? And it's not okay for you to make to vote, period. What's the difference? You're regulating people based on how you feel. What's the, I mean, yeah, the thing is, the 
who's actually in control of that. I get you. Okay. So, so that's a dangerous. That's dangerous. Yeah, you're, you're, at that point, you're you're toting the line between freedom of, of thought and speech and Bro. all that. Yeah. So, so. Like I said before on this podcast, I may not agree with what people say, mm -hmm. but they do have the right to say it. And we have the right to react to it however we want to react to got it. You. Everybody has rights. So either we all got rights mm -hmm. or let's get rid of rights. What, what are we doing? Right. Because Kodak has the right to say whatever he wants. He also has the right to get whatever got he got coming to him for what he said. Gotcha. What we don't have the right to do is not give him the right to say it. I feel I know I, I totally understand that. So because once you start doing that, it get dangerous. Yeah. Like, you can't say certain things without Trump, like w with the Jesse Smollett thing, right? You can't say certain things without the president getting involved. Like, look, you can't say that, fake news, fake media, whatever the case may be, right? So what starts happening when we start regulating what people can and can't say, can and can't do, where they can and can't go? This isn't the country that, that, that was set up for that. Bro, a bunch of white people left a whole-ass country <laughs> to get away from that type of shit. Yeah. And then came over here did the same bullshit. Very true. So I'm just saying we can't keep picking and choosing when we want to be more morally, when we want to have more high ground. We can't keep picking and choosing when we want to take a stance on shit. That's not how this shit work. Either it's the principle, it's a law, or it's not. Either we got right to bear arms or we don't. Either Kodak got the right to say what he got want to say or he don't. Either we got the right to retaliate or we don't. It's no gray. It's all that gray area shit is out. That's in my opinion. Because this is what happens. You get cancel culture. Hmm. People who, who people have fell victim uh, to cancel culture have not been tried in the court of law. Yeah, you're right. They have not been tried. They have not been given their fundamental rights guaranteed to them by the Constitution of the United States of America. Let me so if you, like, left, for instance, you get accused of sexual assault. Your career is over. Right. Just off and you haven't been convicted right. of anything. We saw it happen. We've seen it happen a lot of times. That's my point. Mm -hmm. That shit's dangerous. I don't fuck with that. I don't like that shit because what you're saying is we're going to cancel her because we don't fuck with her. But we're going to keep her because we like her and she real as fuck. And she, had, uh, and she you know, she's, she's, the, uh, she's the person of the month of the year. That shit's crazy. Yeah. That's dangerous. I'm not fucking with that on no level. So have you ever, have you ever exercise that in your life and only the only thing that i can think of at this point is you being a dj have you ever not played somebody's music because of something personal that happened to you and not not on air not on radio and not on none of that terms but like stop listening to somebody's music or stop playing it at a function that you were djing based off of something that happened personally, personally? Yeah. yes fabulous why is that? I was in I was in Arizona one time, and I went, I'm a huge I was a huge Fabulous fan growing up. Like, cause Fabulous was from the East Coast. He was smooth, but he had bars. Yeah. And I just always loved Fabulous music. Well, I was in I was in Arizona one time. We was with Akon. I'll never forget this shit. And I was I was I, Fabulous dressing room was like right there down the hall. So I was like, man. And Akon was the headliner, mind you. I'm I'm in the big dressing room. Mm -hmm. Fabulous is in he's in a smaller dressing room. I leave the, I leave our area and I go over there and I'm walking towards the towards the fabulous dressing room because I'm a fan, bro. I just want to I want to autograph a photo. Yeah, like I fuck with you. I bought your CDs, like all that kind of shit, right? I get right to the door. He's like, "Hey, close that door," and they close the door in my face. Now I'm already DJing in the clubs and shit out here in LA. I'm doing I'm doing like 
I'm not I'm not on the radio yet. But that shit, I was like, I stopped playing his music until he until he dropped Throw It in the Bag, and I couldn't deny that. Throw It in the Bag was a hit record. It was like that shit's hard. Okay, yeah. I don't give a fuck how I feel. <laughs> I'm gonna play that guy. That record hard. So it's the same principle, same concept. Yes, you're right. And I understand that, and I own that. Okay. And so what I'm saying, your thing is, so when people are saying that one thing that they're lacking, according to you, is let's just say, yeah, I know I'm tripping because it's on some LA shit, Fact. and be, I, yeah, I, I might in five six months I might be fucking with him again, but right now I'm not fucking with him. Own it. Got it. And you are you are allowed personal bias. Everyone in the music industry and everyone that listens to me on this radio station knows I'm biased to our region. They know off top, I'm always gonna be on some LA shit or I'm always schoolboy Q just told me I was too West Coast. Mm-hmm. There's more than more than the world than LA hit. No, nah, but he well, also said he said what did you you said he's like, hey, uh what that what was the thing he said? He was like, Do you do you want me to I not said, do it? Oh, I said I, he was like, it's more it's more to it than that. I said, okay, I'll stop, stop today. He said, he said, you want me nah. to stop today? He said, no, you look like, shut the fuck up. Shut man. the fuck up then. <laughs> Yo, that was the best part of the fucking interview for me, dog. You know what I'm saying? I, Start crying when I saw that shit because he was trying to be funny and he's like, Man, you too. Uh, and then when you said, when you asked him that, he stopped. He's like, Nah, nah, nah. He's like, Well, shut the fuck up then. Shut the fuck up then. <laughs> and that'd be my point. It's like, I'm not, I don't have a problem with what people be saying or Got what you. people be doing and all that kind of shit. Just understand what it is. Understand what it is. It. Everybody in this music industry knows I'm biased to the West Coast. Mm-hmm. If it come down to it and it's between an A Boogie with a hoodie record or a Roddy Rich record, everybody knows what I'm going to play. Absolutely. And and that's no shot. I, don't, I, I fuck with A Boogie. Yeah. But it's just that's what it got to be right now because I feel like we're underserved and we any, t- any type of oppressed minority group or um, – with a marginalized group, I'm always gonna ride for. That's just how I'm because of where I come from and so, how I so grew up. So why why for you being from LA? Obviously, Nip is the homegrown homie, and we'll we'll end it with this. Why does it not strike a chord for you as as deep to say, man, f it, I'm canceling him too. I may feel like that, but my logistics always kick in. So how did your logistics not kick in this time versus the fabulous situation? I'm wiser. I'm older now. This was fucking almost 15 years ago or 10 years ago or some shit like that. It's like 10 years ago. Got it. Okay. Like I'm old now, so I'm able to I'm able to grow and understand what I'm, I understand me more so than anything now. Yeah. Back then, it was like an emotional decision. Everybody makes emotional decisions. Mm-hmm. So, but my logic will always kick in at some point. And once my logic kicks in, all everything, even no matter how I feel. It doesn't matter how I feel. It matters what is the right thing. What's right, what's wrong. Right and wrong, period. Right. And how I was brought up, like all of the dudes, I was, you know, I was around street dudes pretty much. Um coming in this business and and, a little, and before that in college and high school whatever. And they were like, "Well, you ride for the homies, right or wrong?" Mm. And it's like, I don't feel like that. Mm. I don't feel like that. You don't ride for the homies, right or wrong. Yeah. That's bullshit. That's that's Group think, and that's 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 a stupid way to think. Because if you're wrong, fuck that. You're wrong, yeah. and I'll tell you you're wrong. I've told you you're wrong. You'll tell me I'm wrong. Whatever. Yeah. But you got to tell a motherfucker when they wrong. Yeah. That's how. That's the. That's real shit. That's the real homie shit. Is when you tell a motherfucker you nah. fucking up, or when you tell a nigga he wrong, and you don't back him up. Yeah. You like look, I'll go. I'll do this shit without you or I'll fucking report you to the authorities or whatever the case may be <laughs> yeah. because you're wrong. Right. So either you own your own that shit or, or don't stay the fuck from around me. Got it. I was going to put out a statement actually. 
and I talked myself out of it. I was gonna put. Um, should I? I was gonna say if you say it, that that's put pretty much putting out the statement. So well, like, no, I was gonna basically say because someone. Okay, I won't put her out there, but somebody that we know posted something right, and it was basically like. I know what it was about because I, you know, I push people. Yeah. I push you. I, we have off book conversations all the time where I'm like, bro, you should be doing this. You right. got to turn up. You yeah. got to, yeah. you know, fuck all that. That's just how I care. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's how I care about people. Like I'm pushing people to be better than they were yesterday. And I expect the same in return. So I ran across something that somebody has said, and it was basically like, it's not your place to be doing that. It's not your place to be pushing people and and motive and trying to like motivate people. And it's not, and it, and I I That's felt bullshit. and I felt just I just felt disrespected yeah. because I was like, I don't have to give a fuck about you, right? I don't was, give a was fuck. This a direct? Was it like a? It sub? wasn't direct. It was sub. Okay, okay. but it's like I don't have to give a fuck about you. Like I I don't give a fuck about a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. The people I added do, to that list. The people I do give a fuck about, I'm on their ass. Yeah. I be on, I be on your ass weekly. Yeah, like, hey, every week. Yeah, and the people that's in our inner circle and shit like that, I be like, even people that's not like people hit me up. Shout out to Ruby. Um, she worked. She the producer at Kiss. Ruby come down. She sit with me for hours and just pick my brain. I give her game and advice on how to do things and different shit like that. And it's like. That's what I'm here for because I didn't have that. Right. You didn't. I mean, you did have that a little bit because you had Nautica and you had all these other people, but I didn't have none of that shit. Right. Did nobody tell me a motherfucking thing? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like. I, anyway, what I was gonna say was, if you don't want to be better than you were yesterday, stay the fuck from around me. Mm. Period. That's it. Because I don't know how to not push you to be better. One one thing that. If I give a fuck, I don't know how to not push you. I think that one one thing that I've been thinking about this week, and it pertains to, you know, people that hustle, people that go hard, grind. I really think that some people just don't know. Don't know what? They don't know what they want. They don't know what they want. And then in turn, that, you know, that's, you know, we were fortunate enough to kind of at least, I knew what I wanted to do when I was 10. Yeah. I knew I wanted to be on the radio at 10, 10, 10 years old. Um and once you tapped into knowing you wanted to be a radio personality and a DJ or these other things, not even a DJ, radio personality, you yeah. figured out the routes to become a radio personality, which inherently was DJing and hosting and all these other things. When somebody doesn't have that, I can just see the fear in their eye when they talk about it. Mm. When you don't recognize your passion, that shit is scary. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why I, I can identify with that is because when I stopped drinking, I, we had this conversation I had to re-identify who I was. Mm. Like a lot of my identity identity was caught up in drinking. So mm. when you remove that, it's like, okay, well, what are you or who are you? That's a crutch. It's a crutch, right? I know I've been in a situation where I've worked for this the third radio station. I know how people fuck with you when you work with the radio station, and I know how they fuck with you when you don't. <laughs> so <laughs> when it when you don't, it 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 throws you off because you're just like, damn, I really thought I had relationships. I thought we were cool. And that's not there, right? Mm. So I say all that to say, when people don't understand their true passion or where they want to go, it's a frightening thing. Not everybody has that innate ability to say, "Man, I'm gonna turn up. I'm gonna do this." I'm a, and me and you, let's just let's just let's just put it like this, right? I know I and I know my passion, but I even told you off the rails, like, dog, there's certain things that I can't do creatively that you can, mm. and I think that that's dope. 
And, you know, we talk back and forth as far as, like, motivating each other like that. But I think that's why I identify with it more because I know how it feels to kind of be in that seat of not having. And so not having what? Not having, let's say, not having a natural ability to, let's just say, cu- uh, curate content, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know how to do certain shit, but I can't come up the fly with, you know, something every single day like that. And when you don't have that ability or when you don't exhibit that, Sometimes it hits your, your 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 confidence a little bit. Sometimes it just it gets in the way of you, like really turning up. And I bring that up to say that that person that that said that may just not know. Like you pushing them may put them in an uncomfortable position, and yeah. they have to unpack why they feel that way. But, and if they haven't done that, they can't begin to address it. But don't you think like okay, let's say for instance, if you if you are in that position, right? Mm-hmm. Say you don't know what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm always pu- hitting people up. What do you want to do? Right. What do you like doing? What would you do for free? Yeah. And I'm just I don't know how to not push people to be to right. be better. No, you you you're absolutely right. Now I get it. Like I feel like if people have those conversations, it it getting uncomfortable forces you to figure it out. Facts. I I get that. For for some people it may not be that first time. It may be that fifth time. And this may be that person's second or third time when it takes the tenth time for them to actually get it. You, I get it. You don't. At the end of the day, like I ain't got the patience for that shit. If you don't get it, boom. Or like I, I, I understand that. But what I'm saying, I'm presenting a different idea of there are different people that think, act, and just operate differently because their environment or they might have some shit that just don't screw. Like again. The whole drinking shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't stop drinking a gang of times. Yeah. It took that last time for be like, ah, which was literally like the fourth time. Full disclosure, right? And it's the first time I'm ever publicly saying this shit, right? Yeah. 2010, right? I got a DUI. Mm-hmm. Right before I got a DUI, I was driving the wrong way on the freeway. You would think that that would wake me up and say, hey, you know what? You probably shouldn't drink. That's crazy. That happened right before I got a DUI. I didn't even know that. Exactly. Nobody knew that shit because that, that shit is fucking embarrassing. So for this that shit to happen and then me get a DUI and then me not stop drinking after that, then you look stupid as fuck. Yeah. You're like, yo, you so these three things happen. What the fuck you want to do? You want to die? You want to die? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's how I can I can understand like I may not have the patience for it because I'm the same way I'm like yo if I told you some shit and you don't get it fuck it but if you don't understand that shit or if you if you can't get it the first or second or third or fourth or fifth time but it may take that eighth or ninth or maybe that tenth time and you ultimately get it I still think is worth the conversation and the constant push and not giving up on somebody again everything is completely different like. These are people that are in your complete circle or somebody that you care about and you feel like you can do that multiple times with. But I just feel bad for that person that doesn't have. Like, And it goes back to say, you were that kid years ago. Nobody showed you how to do this shit. Not after a while, like after yeah. people saw that you were going to... And here, here it is. Like When people see you're willing to bet on yourself and go all in, that's when you get access. Yeah. So if you're hearing this and you're kind of in that mode... You have to do for yourself a lot more so people can grant that access. But I understand how it is to be on the outside of that and be like, fuck, why Why don't I under? Why doesn't it click? Mm-hmm. And that could be, you know, maybe therapy will help out, maybe talking to the homies. I don't know what it is, but I'm just here to say that there's a different side to that. And some people are still on that journey to find what that is for it to click for them. I get that. 
I, I don't necessarily like feel like I give up on people, but I definitely like be at my wits end. Like, For sure. And I just be like, bro, because I think you're right. I think I have like an advantage mm -hmm. where shit clicks to me. Exactly. It just clicks and I just boom, 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 boom. Right. But I think that comes from a lack of access. Yeah. Like I haven't had access. I just got access three, three and a half years ago. Right, 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 right. I haven't had access, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, for 15 yeah. years. So I think it's a different kind of tenacity mm. that I have. And I think that, one, me, just Aaron Drake as a person, Aaron Drake Jr., I don't have a lot of empathy anyway. Exactly. But you're wired different. I'm That's wired why. different. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So when you couple me having a lack of empathy with, you know, all this professional shit, people careers, what they want to do, their passions, all that kind of shit, it'd be like, fuck. Like, if you don't know what your passion, okay, here's, a, I'll say this, there. If you don't know what your passion is, you don't know why you were born, that's where you start. Fuck everything else. You got to rewire from there. Rewire from there. Build from there. And that's why I'm so adamant about having uncomfortable conversations with people. Like, I even, and and that's why, I'm, that's probably why I'm single too, because I'll run a girl off. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't just, I told my ex-girlfriend, like, you're not finna just be at home. You're not finna be just, just like a basic bitch. Right. <laughs> not fucking with me. Not exactly. You finna be amazing right. around this motherfucker. Right. You finna, you know what I'm saying? Like you. Well, why not, wouldn't you want that? I'm not finna allow nobody close to me to be average mm -hmm. because that's not what I'm up. That's, I'm not an average motherfucker. Yeah. So if you're not trying to be great, if you're not trying to be extraordinary, if you're not, then... I mean, we could be cool, but just, you know what I'm saying, at a distance. Yeah. Because I don't know how to back up off people and be like, you know what? You could be doing this. I'm okay with you being a C student. <laughs> and I know you a valedictorian. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how to do that. And that that's just me. That's just me. I don't know how to not, I don't know how to do that. So, you know, to that person, maybe, maybe you, you know, mediocrity is, is for you. It's not for me. One thing I do want to uh, just since we're kind of talking about the topic, if if you do need a little direction with that, um, we didn't mention it last time when when she was here. But shout out to Debbie Brown. She just dropped a new podcast, uh, Dropping Gems. Mm -hmm. She actually gave us we we kind of like were like talking about the name when she came in the last time about it. So she finally dropped it, and it kind of speaks directly to that. I haven't heard the whole podcast, but I, from the snippets that I've seen uh, on social, she talks about what her mission statement is for the day mm -hmm. and for her life or whatever the case may be. And I think people would get a lot of uh, value from that. And that'd be a good starting point as to how you can wake up, motivate yourself on a daily basis, kind of find your purpose and restructure what it is. Uh, there are a lot of things we got to get through in the next like few minutes. Uh, first and foremost, shouts again, Nipsey Hussle, rest in peace. His victory lap is back on the billboard charts um, after a year. Yep. Um, number two. So, you know, keep streaming it, man. Keep doing what you got to do. And Shout out to the homie Neighborhood Nip. Um, Slauson and Crenshaw, officially, you know, there was a petition put out there. Uh, shout out to the homie Hard Work. He was kind of involved in doing that as well. He had started one, but there was another one that had a bigger movement. Um, and they joined forces or they they were in communications. And now it's official that they're going to name that that square. Uh, I don't even know how to say his name. I'm going to fuck it up, but Nipsey Hussle Square. Yeah. Shout out to um, Councilman Harris, too. Yeah. I'm at, I, I, Sidebar. And that's another thing, too. People don't know, like, all the shit that goes on behind the scenes. I had a meeting with Councilman Harris two weeks ago in Lamert Park. Mm -hmm. And because um, that's his district. Yeah. Like, we was going to meet at City Hall and all that shit and, and do the whole, you know, Caucasian shit. But, he, you know, he's a black man. Yeah. And he's from here. 
and he give a fuck. And so I met with Councilman Harris over there in, uh, in Lemert Park about two weeks ago. And one thing that kept coming up was Nipsey's name. Yeah. Like, we really appreciate what he's doing. I told I told Councilman Harris to his face that it's imperative. It's so important. This is before Nipsey died. It's so important to me that we do things for us, by us. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean black people. Right. I mean this community. I mean L.A. Mm-hmm. Because... He's heading up the Crenshaw project with the, you know, with the train and all the construction that's been going on fucking forever. Wow. Um, But that's going to bring so much more traffic and business and revenue and opportunities to everybody that's been holding it down over there in Lemur Park because they've been there forever. It's a lot of uh, people of color um, that own businesses over there. And something that was that we talked about, I mean, something that we, we both came together about was what Nipsey meant to the community, what he was doing over there. So for Councilman Harris to go ahead and green light that yeah. and, and bless that, that that's that's big. I really appreciate yeah. that. And salute, big, big salute to Big U uh, for for being instrumental in getting all the, the gangs together. Yeah. Um, and, in honor of Nipsey, I believe they all politicked and got at that Rouse, um, Rouse Market and walked to the, the Marathon store. Bro. That, that's huge. A if lot you, of people don't know. Like, there hasn't been anything like this since 1992. If you're not from L.A., you don't understand. Yeah. Period. That's I, it. And I, I've seen a lot of people say, oh, well, what's going to happen to it? Don't worry about that. This is the start. This let's is celebrate the, the wins. Let's celebrate the wins. This um, is a conversation. At least it's going to start off. It's going to start off with dialogue, and we'll see what happens. This is what I was trying to explain to people. That's like, Kev is not from here. Nico is not from Bootleg. Kev is from Arizona. Nico's from the Bay, right? Our producer. And I was trying to explain to them the significance while it was happening. It's big. Because they're covering it and we're as media and all that kind of, I'm like, bro, like, you don't get this shit. Mm. There's eight trays on Slauson and Crenshaw. Yeah. That's, that's huge. I don't think you really understand right. what the fuck is going on. Right. And that's why I really went hard on social media, too, to post that video. And I got it from, it was one of the, um, you know, Nation of Islam brothers that posted it. Um that shit was huge. Like that's like literally one of the biggest things that ever happened in LA in the last twenty years. Yeah, for sure, for sure. On some street shit, and so like, I think like one of those. I just feel like people that's not from here can't understand what that is. No, I, de- I definitely had to get on the line with a couple of people and let them like, no, this is this is actually a significant thing. It's a big deal. We have we're witnessing history. And so for people that don't know. Um, you know the A track, the Hoovers, and 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 the '60s are literally enemies. They've been that way. They literally started gang beef in L.A. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go listen to Schoolboy Q's Blank Face album. He talked about Raymond Washington. Talk about the whole thing. But that's our history. Our history in L.A. is gang banging. That's what it is. That's it's that's not that's not gonna change. Yeah. But. For them to be able to pull that off and have it was bounty hunters out there, it was grape streets, it was people from it was people from uh the jungle, it was it was a uh, peace stones there. It was like, bro, yeah, this shit is crazy. No the sixties, no and, issues. <laughs> bro. And so I just commend everybody involved. Shout out to Big U, man. I got on the phone with him and I really appreciate, you know, what Big U is doing. Shout out to OSBS, shout out to um I appreciate what they doing. And it's just I like the position I'm in because I'm able to give a voice to these people who probably wouldn't get a voice anywhere else. We got to get them on here, man. We got we got to get them on here to talk about that and, and kind of see what the plan is because a lot of people want to know what's next. Like, and to be honest, a lot of people want to get involved in in helping. Yeah. And so I, I think those conversations are necessary. I think it needs to happen. Um, and we're gonna end on a note of the the come up show, man. If you guys haven't heard about it, we we got this thing that's going on. 
On air. On air, Real 92.3. Uh, if you haven't submitted your record, submit your songs. Uh, go to Real923LA.com, keyword 213. All the details are there. But they're letting us play some L.A. shit. They are letting us play L.A. music on L.A. radio. It's the so, 213 Come Up Show, hosted by Homegrown Radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. Every Saturday night yeah. from 10 p.m. to midnight, we will play nothing but L.A. music. Now, you have the opportunity to get your music on air. Please hear me. <laughs> and hear me clear. And hear me fucking clear, goddammit. Send your clean songs. MP3s, waves. They're asking for links to your SoundCloud or whatever. And then they are also asking for clean songs. MP3s. Yeah. I can't do shit with your fucking title link. Yeah. Okay. Don't help. I will not play your fucking record if you send me title links only or Spotify links only or Apple Music link only. That's not doing nothing for me. Please follow instructions. And more importantly, uh, for the city, support it. That's all I can say. Support this. Support it, man. Because, they don't give us the opportunity man, to do this. So we're, we're asking you, support this shit because this is what Homegrown is all about. We finally got an opportunity to do it. And it's imperative that you guys really, you know, tap in and support the people that are either A, submitting their music, or if you want to hear something, you know, a lot of people, oh, man, you guys put the same songs on the radio. Well, this is why we need the support right here. So it can be a little bit different. And, you know, it, it man, it just support is, is the most important thing. As, as Every right single Saturday night from 10 p.m. to midnight on Real 92.3, we will play. Yep. Homegrown music from here. If you from if you from L.A. County, if you're from Orange County, you from San Gabriel Valley, you from uh, San Fernando Valley, yeah. we will San Bernardino, uh, Riverside County. Yeah. I'm sorry, Riverside County. We will play only music from here. Again, you will hear no Drake <clears throat> unless he's on a YG song. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You probably will. So yeah, yeah. Please go to the website real923la.com keyword two one three. I think it's about that time, man. We get about to get up out of here, man. Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head, Homegrown Radio, and we are out.